0: Home is your creative canvas, an expression of your unique style. Only Wayfair has everything you need to bring your vision to life. It's the place to shop for everything home, from sofas to beds to dining sets and decor. Wayfair makes it easy with fast and easy shipping. Even on the big stuff, they'll even help you set it up. Every style is welcome in the Waberhood. Visit Wayfair.com or get the Wayfair mobile app. That's W-A-Y-F-A-I-R.com. Wayfair. Every style, every home. Food trends come and go, but there's one that never seems to go out of style the classic chocolate chip cookie oh my favorite and famous amos chocolate chip cookies are as classic as it gets truly they're made from the original recipe you know and love i'm talking semi-sweet chocolate chips a satisfying crunch all together in a cookie you can't help but eat in one bite it's everything classic in a cookie find famous amos cookies anywhere you buy your favorite snacks Hey, it's Andy Cohen here with this week's chapter of Andy Cohen's Daddy Diaries podcast. The high highs and low lows of my life as a daddy to two kids and dozens of housewives. Joining me as always is my co-host, John Hill. Hey, John. What's up? John, we had a pretty good week. I got back from shooting the Beverly Hills Housewives reunion, Uh, paid tribute to my Aunt Judy, talked about a few awkward watch what happens live shows i went back to madonna ben who is punished right now uh was yelling at strangers on the street and we ramped up for his big fifth birthday you know what john Mm. this is andy cohen's daddy diaries podcast Monday, January 29th, 2024. I flew to LA last Thursday for the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills reunion on
1: Friday.
0: It was my third reunion in seven days. We did Miami, oh Married to Medicine, and Beverly Hills. And I was like, I'm fine, I'm fine, this is going to be fine. Well, put in. And you pin. still don't go to therapy? Um, no, I, 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 I have a little help. <laughs> I don't know what therapy will help me about doing three reunions in a week. I mean, what- I think it's a lot of emotions flying- Well, it is. I think you need to straighten all that out. With well, them. it's not my emotions flying all over the place. Well, it turned oh, into- Okay, it. then don't go to therapy. Oh, God. <laughs> on the way to LA, I was at the airport on Thursday, and I found out that my Aunt Judy passed away. Oh, no, Judy. And that was a huge blow. Um- she had been ill, and it was just... Judy was the greatest. She was the greatest, and I want to talk about her in a minute. And You knew her. Um, she was the greatest. She was one of those people, you know, in your life that just is indelible and really influential, and uh, someone that you just want in your family. And so I'm going to L.A. I, I, then, I then was like, oh, wow, okay, so I'm going to do the Beverly Hills reunion. Let me... Stop in St. Louis on the way home. Found out the funeral was on Sunday. Um, found out on the plane. My mom texted. She said, Do you want to speak at the funeral? I said, Yes, I would be honored to. Um just really spent the plane ride watching the rest of the episodes of the Beverly Hills season that I hadn't seen. I was sobbing at the finale, which you will sob as well when you see it i won't say much more than that and then uh we're just landing i go to the restroom i put my contacts in i get back to my seat i go joel and joel kim booster was on the plane next was uh, was in the seat next to me kind of across the aisle um the whole time and so so crazy it was so it was so crazy he and i had a uh, really nice little Kiki for 10 minutes only. And he had just been on your show. He had just been on my show. We had so much to discuss. And I guess people on social media were like, ooh, Andy hated you for saying that thing about the Potomac housewives. I was like, no, I was just making a face. I go, it's fine. Um, and, oh man, I hit the ground running in LA. I, I, I shot this PSA, this which I'll tell you about later but it had me in absolute tears. It made me do something that that uh that just I was sobbing on camera, which is you bad know, tears
2: or good tears? Crying sad or crying sad or based
0: on It was a it was a PSA about the Holocaust, I'll say that. Oh my god. And All right. it so was definitely sad it tears. was really it was really intense. Oh, um god. so anyhow I did that. I had an interview at the hotel. I mean, it was like it was it was a lot on Thursday. And I was really upset about my aunt. And I go to the Beverly Hills reunion. And I have to say, everybody looked so gorgeous. It was um it was a beautiful set. Everyone slagging off the Salt Lake City set will be happy with the Beverly Hills set. <laughs> but when I tell you john about six o'clock on friday daddy hit the wall Mm -hmm. and i used to get very impatient at those reunions around you know eight hours into it don't anymore calm down this time i don't know what happened i think it was just the weight of the week and my aunt and everything it was just like i hit the wall i was not
2: And how does hitting the wall manifest for you? How is that presenting?
0: became very impatient, kind Mm. of boiling. Like, look, I I didn't... Boiling? No, like boiling over in my mind, just like impatient, snappy. I don't know. Just not my best self. Not my best self. Mm. But it was a great reunion. Um, Someone pointed out, I was posting, you know, during those reunions, I'm trying to post stuff to kind of tease we're filming, it's going great, whatever. Posted a picture of myself at like five, like still going or something. And someone on Twitter posted it and was like, this is so old and it says nothing. And, uh, uh, oh. and I saw it on the plane on Saturday and I was like, you know what? You're right. This isn't giving anything. Like I'm done doing <laughs> this. So um, Erica was giving me shit. She's like, Cause at the, I think married to medicine re, or or Miami. I was in my dressing room. I'm like, they're fighting in the hallway. Can you hear this? It's crazy. Erica's like, are you gonna post that we're fighting in the hallway? <laughs> I go, listen, sorry. I'm trying to plug the, trying to plug the reunions. You know who's having a good season this season? Erica mm-hmm. Jane.
2: I have to catch up. I'm a few episodes behind. She's
0: having her best season in a few seasons. I mean, look. Well, Uh, that's uh, a low bar to start, right? Right. Um, So it was wild. So, and and as you know now, Kathy Hilton was at the reunion, which was Mm -hmm. really nice to see and really surprising, given where we left things at the reunion last year. Yeah. Um. So. That was great. I After the reunion, I had a late dinner. I met John Mayer at the San Vicente Bungalows around 9.30. Uh, Sean Avery was there, uh, and he kept coming over. Ran into a lot of people. And then who comes over? Kyle and Kathy. They were there having no. dinner after the reunion, which I loved to see. It was just great. So I'm surprised that
2: Kathy didn't go to the Cheesecake Factory after her big New York Post expose about saw, how wonderful the Cheesecake Factory is in Beverly Hills and how you can't get meatloaf anywhere else.
0: I saw that. Now, do you go to the Cheesecake Factory in Beverly Hills?
2: Uh, I have been there. And? I have been there a couple of times. And, I, and is it as good it as nice. Kathy says? Do oh, absolutely. To? Do I need yeah. to? You, check oh, you that have to out? go. Oh, you good. have to see if someone can get you in. It is incredibly hard to get yeah. a seat.
0: Oh, you're funny.
2: You, you are have funny. to go. Yeah, it's great. Not as good as the one in perhaps uh Pasadena Glendale, but right. it is pretty okay. Pretty good. It's okay. old school, you know, classic, just like Beverly Hills itself.
0: Well, by the way, so I I on Saturday took an early flight. I think I was you and I spoke early that morning. You and I spoke yeah, early that morning. It was at the Burbank Airport. Flew to St. Love Louis. Love the Burbank Airport. Yeah, and I went straight to kind of a family meal at my uncle's house with the family, and it was so nice to be with everybody. And Now, was this a, forgive me, a shiva? Well, that's a good question. No, I think the real shiva was after it the funeral happened. yesterday, but okay. it was more... Of the family getting together. I mean, it was. You know I love a Shiva. It was probably 30 people at least. Um, So it was kind of a mini Shiva. And speaking Mm -hmm. of food, they had food from. A a Chevette. That place. John, forgive me. It's a chain Italian place. It's like Mm -hmm. Mangianella's. Mangiano's. Mangiano's. I believe you're probably I got to tell you something oh delicious it was Heavenly. really good and they had nothing hits the spot they like had chicken place. parm that was like crispy mm-hmm. chicken parm and Absolutely. they had a it was very mushroom heavy which i love and mm-hmm. it was great um it was really great Gianno. and i delicious. my aunt's uniform my aunt judy's uniform for the last kind of 25 years of her life was a pair of like leggings with a crazy pattern on them mm-hmm. and she would wear these big oversized slogan t-shirts mm-hmm. that <laughs> some people might think who's the type of person that's going to buy give give me one an of example. these t-shirts? Are we talking well, about like but first coffee? Kind of but okay. funnier but funnier okay. so I said to Stanley, my uncle, I go, will you take me into Judy's closet? I go, I want to wear one of her t-shirts to the funeral because it was so her. So I, I was like, look, I have a suit, but <clears throat> what I really wanted was to wear an oversized t-shirt and leggings. But I was like, because I knew that my aunt, and she had the best sense of humor, you guys. She was so yeah. funny and wild. Like... Her, her homes were like, you might, John, do you remember their homes? Did you ever go to their house? I remember one.
2: We went there. I mean, she had a huge
0: Statue of Liberty in the middle of her house, like six feet Mm -hmm. painted red, white and blue. Like it was very Americana, crafty, kitschy, but very curated by her. But every inch covered in something and hand painted designs and walls. And I, I can't even describe how wild, but the house that My cousins grew up in, she built a real. 1950s-style ice cream parlor with a jukebox mm-hmm. and a counter, marble counter with real soda fountains that worked, a real out ice cream parlor with stained glass and booths for customers. There were no customers. But so we would play- It's like Barbara's Mall. Yeah, it was. It actually was. And this was in this house that I spent so much time in. And in the eulogy, I said- um, I said, like, no offense on my childhood, but going to my Aunt Judy's was like going from black and white to color when I went over there, yeah. you know? It was like, it. that's the kind of environment. And, you know, most moms say I'm not a short order cook. Judy was like, what do you want? She was. Mm. They had deep fryers in their kitchen, you guys. Ooh, they delicious. would make, she'd be like, you want some fries? She'd throw <laughs> fries in the deep fryer and make them. Now, as a kid, to get... Restaurant quality fries. Now, remember, my family was in the food service business. So we sold food to restaurants and hospitals and hotels and groceries. So we had access to kind of that kind of food also. Um and so, she, but she would cook us whatever we wanted. Anyway, so I raided her closet and the shirt that I picked out and I wore this under my suit and I was the first thing I pointed out in the eulogy. I opened my jacket, big picture of, uh, f- of French fries. And the, the slogan on the shirt said, exercise. I thought you said extra fries. Oh, I mean, forget it. Classic, classic. I mean, classic. This bright pink shirt, you know. Um, but she, you know, I I described her as like my own Auntie Mame. And she was like, if you put Doris Day, Paula Dean, Jane Goodall, and Dolly Parton into a blender, um, (laughs) you would get her. She was a huge animal lover. She threw. She loved Christmas. She threw the greatest Christmas Eve party ever. She loved being tan. She loved her crafts and kitsch. She loved food. Um, She was, you know, she was so wacky in the best ways. She loved fad diets. Um, She sent Mm -hmm. insane presents to everyone. Belly button golf, you know, games to play on the toilet. Um, She sent, there was a woman there for dinner on Saturday. She loved to garden, as as Judy did. And she sent her a a sign that said, I'm so excited to see you. I wet my plants to hang in the garden.
2: Judy's kind of like a distant relative of the Turnblad's.
0: Yeah, she kind of is, you know, you know. The Hardy Har hut. She took yeah. us on vacations like they they Judy and Stanley took my sister em and I on vacations every summer with my cousins Jody and Josh and you know it was a big problem because every summer um we would go and and days of our lives and all my children were on at the same time and my cousin watched days and I watched all my children and of course you could only watch them live. And so Judy like we were really upset by the problem this presented. And she always got us a condo that had two TVs, which was, you know, a big deal. And by the way, on one of those car trips, um, I must have really been annoying everyone. I was broadcasting from the back seat of the car into a hairbrush, like mm. pretending to be on the radio, but doing play-by-play of what was happening in the car
2: oh my and god, around so us. So I'm like,
0: "Oh my god, Judy's brushing her hair." Um Mile marker, 277, like just commentating on everything I saw. We stopped in Georgia for food. This is like a famous story in my family and I put it in my first book. We stopped in Georgia for food. She took an entire pitcher of iced tea and dumped it over my head. Because I was Good for so her. annoying. Well, let me tell she you something. I hero. did shut up. I really <laughs> did. And you know, she, my whole family, my mom, my parents, me, every single summer worked at our family business in St. Louis, which was called Allen Foods. And Judy helped open kind of a market in the back so that cus- so that. People could go buy kind of wholesale food at our place. It was kind of a precursor to Sam's, by the way. And um, there was a pond behind the company. Judy, like, started adopting disabled animals She built a barn next to the pond. Now, this is a place of business. And there were like three-legged lambs, blind (laughs) goats. She took in animals. Every broken animal lived at that thing, you know? Where is she finding these animals? Because she was on the board of the Humane Society. She was a huge animal lover. I mean, absolutely huge. So, um... You know, a couple of years ago, she was really having problems swallowing and she was falling a lot and just mm. something was happening. And it turned out um, that she was diagnosed with ALS, which is just uh, if you know what that is, you're, it's worst. it's the worst. It's Lou Gehrig's disease and your whole body shuts down except tragically
2: your mm-hmm. mind. How did she respond to that diagnosis? What did she say to everybody?
0: Well, at first she was really in denial about it, I think. And, and you know, the sad thing also is, it, you know, I told you already, her, she loved food and she, was, she became really unable to eat the food. And my uncle Stanley was her caretaker and he was just so brilliant. And he was telling me the other night that they would put food, they would just put it on her tongue so she could just taste it and then they would remove it from her tongue cuz she couldn't swallow it she would choke and um it was just you know and and the crazy thing is her body really shut down over the last yeah. uh over the last year and um she was she couldn't do anything but she still had her fingers and she could type and so she and I would email and the emails I would get from her were just her mind was still and she would say this I hate this this sucks I'm trapped Mm. inside my body you know and it's just it's just so tragic to think about the idea of being trapped inside your body but you you know and what I found out and I think this is so romantic you know um my uncle in the last um in the last kind of uh, month or two, he stopped because she couldn't, you know, she was always kind of trying to talk. And it was really more like, uh, uh, you know, you couldn't really. In the last couple months, she would type things and in kind of solidarity with her because she couldn't speak. Um, he wouldn't answer her back. He would type whatever she asked him he would type something back so they could communicate only the same way which to me is just so romantic you know it's so sweet just kind of meeting her on her own level and um it was it's just it was I you know I I just give it up to him and how he took care of her and he was he got really thin because he felt so bad because she couldn't eat um, and he felt bad, you know, mm. eating. So, anyway, I'm so um, glad you got
2: to be there this weekend.
0: Me too. And the funeral was beautiful. Her grandchildren spoke. Her grandchild, Sophie, got up and she said, You know, my Aunt Judy was a fairy. And if you told me today that you found out that all along she had wings, I would believe it. Oh. Um, it was just amazing. It was, it was a really beautiful tribute to her and I was so touched because so many people came from our family business who I hadn't seen in, in like 25 years we sold the business and right before nine eleven and, um, Oh my God. I mean, there was a guy that came up to me. It was like you and your cousin, Josh, we would, we would pack potatoes in the warehouse. Do you remember that? He's like, you were like 15 and you and Josh were driving the forklift and we would pack potatoes together. It was just, it just really brought me back. I mean, it was a real homecoming and it touched me so much seeing a lot of people that I hadn't seen in so long. And, It was a great send off for her and nobody, nobody deserves to go that way. And I have to say also shout out to project ALS, which is an incredible organization helping people who, I mean, I, my sense is that they're, they're trying to eradicate the disease, but they also, um, help families that, you know, are dealing with this and they really, I think they were a great help to the family, um, Like they, they help you in ways they kind of um, can predict what's going to happen next. And they kind of help with by sending over the next equipment you need or, you know, just um, really amazing facilitators. So Project ALS, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to give them a donation today now that I'm talking about this. Anyway, so just wanted to share that that was the weekend it was it was a lot it was a lot but it was a beautiful send-off for her and it was and what was great is that you really got a sense of her by the end and and everybody the stories as you can imagine she was such a special person but the stories about her were amazing from yesterday Mm -hmm. just absolutely amazing Tuesday, January 30th, 2024. I, if you saw me over the last month and how I have been eating, you would think, oh, Andy, are you bulking up? Like, are you pregnant? You're pregnant. Are you trying to gain weight? I am eating as though I am trying to gain weight. It's, it's. Well, who's, what's going on? Well, I don't know. I don't know. Well, one of the, yeah, yes. I don't know. I don't know what's going on, (laughs) but I will say when you have alcohol at night, then you want a snack after, but that's not even, it's even how I'm eating outside of, I I don't know. I'm just, when I go to watch what happens live, I'm like going to that snack table. I'm like, where are the cookies? I mean, it's terrible. So, you know what's going to happen. Then I'm going to do another detox. Then I'm going to, uh-huh. you know. Um, I hadn't even talked about these two very, um, very awkward episodes of Watch What Happens Live that happened last week. Uh, we had, on Wednesday night, I did talk about Alexia and Sophia. Alexia from Miami Housewives and Sophia Vergara about how bad I was feeling that Alexia was in the second seat. What I didn't talk about is, I didn't really clock into what the viewer response was about that episode when we when we were here last Thursday. And viewers were very opinionated about, they felt like Sofia Vergara was not really into it. And um, they were really coming at me as they you know as as happens uh about why would you put Sophia on with the housewife when she doesn't watch the show? And you know, it always is challenging when you put a star on with the housewife when the star doesn't watch the show. And typically we don't do that because it doesn't, it's not a service to the star and it's not a service to the housewife. And ultimately it may not wind up being a service to the viewer because the viewer, you know, expects a level of engagement and whatever. But I just wanted to say, and I said it on Twitter. They Sophia's people asked for her to come on with the Miami Housewife and specifically Alexia. So, you know, because people were saying, well, why wasn't Sophia Vergara on alone? And that's what you should have done, or had her on with someone else. And so that's why she was on with Alexia. So there's that. And then Thursday night, John, do you know who Joe Bradley is from Southern no, Hospitality? He's a um He's on this show, Southern Hospitality, which is like the Vanderpump Rules of Charleston, basically. And he's really cute. And he dates Danielle from Summer House, who was in the Oprah chair. But he was on with Luann and the level of flirting that was coming from Luann on the show. And he was flirting, too. But Danielle was right there. And I was looking at Danielle like, Oh my god, what is going on? I mean, she and I were marveling at Lou and Joe and it was like, you know, we love to put Lou on with a cute guy. We just absolutely love it. I mean, it's it's uh cuz it's fun to see her she's been on with Tyler Cameron. She just, you know, it's it's fun to watch Lou flirt people love to see it and man, yeah. she was flirting with him and there were all these reports then that I was so interested to see that they were all out together afterwards and this and that and the flirt was on but then you know then it was revealed that they were all out and Danielle was there as well and so but uh, it was it was definitely an episode to watch. y'all need to check this out. It was crazy. Back with more from this week's Daddy Diaries after this. My favorite show on Peacock is Watch What Happens Live. You can watch it anytime. It's the greatest talk show you've ever seen. And I just love streaming it on Peacock. And guess what? With Verizon, you can stream what you love for less. Verizon offers deals on your favorite subscriptions from streaming, gaming, health, education, and more. And now for a limited time, get one year of Peacock Premium for just $19.99. That's a savings of over 60%. Save on all your favorite shows and movies from Traders to Love Island to Trolls Band Together to Yellowstone to watch what happens live, by the way. Start saving on the subscriptions you love at verizon.com slash plus play. Available through Verizon plus play. New Peacock subscribers only. After one year promotional period, subscription auto renews and then current annual price plus tax, unless you cancel. $59.99 until July 17th, 2024. As of July 18th, 2024, the price increases to $79.99. Additional terms apply. See verizon.com slash plus play for more details.
1: Treat dad to the good stuff at
2: Nordstrom Rack and save big. Father's Day is Sunday, June 16th and Nordstrom Rack's
1: got gifts dad will love up to 60% off. Shirts, activewear, watches, cologne, denim, and more. Find amazing deals on Tommy Bahama, Cole Haan, Original Penguin, and Vince. Great brands, great prices. So get to
2: your Nordstrom Rack store now and make Dad's Day with gifts up to 60% off.
1: At Best Western, we can't promise you the perfect family beach vacation. We can't promise that it won't rain or that you won't get a sunburn or that your family won't endearingly call you Lobster Mom for weeks afterward. What we can promise is a warm welcome and a comfortable room amidst all the joyful chaos. Lobster Mom. Life's a trip. Make the most of it at Best Western with over 4,200 hotels worldwide
0: curious how you can achieve smooth, natural looking, long-lasting filler results? The Juvederm collection of fillers has six unique gel fillers that add subtle volume and are designed for different needs in specific areas of the face like lips, cheeks, chin, smile lines, under eyes, and jawline. Ask your licensed specialist for a full face assessment today and download the Alle app. That's A-L-L-E, the official loyalty program of Juvederm to save on treatments and get a look that's true to you. For important safety Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Wednesday, January 31st, 2024. Oh, I'm on one today, John. Oh, no. Morning. Hi. What's wrong? I'm super powered by my English breakfast tea and Barbara Streisand talking about the Broadway album. Oh, yeah. Don't you know the executives at the record company? They were mm-hmm. wrong. Barbara was right. But by the way, you know what? I feel bad for her. She, was, she actually, as it turns out, was always right. These assholes never let her do what she wanted, and if they had just let her do it,
2: you know? Yeah, she uh, was. I mean, according to her book, yeah, yes. she was. Maybe the opposition
0: right. fueled her creative process. Anyway, it is Wednesday morning. I'm in the middle of uh it's been a challenging week. Ben is very punished. He's very punished right now. I'm not gonna for say what? why I'm not gonna say oh. why, okay. but no TV for the week. So Jordan, when you take away your child's TV for the week, who are you really punishing myself? Yes, <laughs> so I am being punished. um, yeah. Yeah. So mm. it just was a long morning and lots of boundaries. He turns five on Sunday and he's so excited about it. That's insane. I know,
2: but also, yeah, five. it's just the big it's a
0: weird week for him to end the week getting a ton of presents, you know? <laughs> um, yesterday he ran out to Starbucks with me. I was like, he goes, can I go with you, daddy? I go, yeah, but just so you know. If you go, just, I'm not getting you a cake pop. Like, no treats. It's like, okay, fine. We go there, some woman comes up. Are you Andy Cohen? I go, I am. And then we walked out. And um, Ben goes, the next time someone comes up to you and says, are you Andy Cohen? You know what I'm gonna say? I go, what? He goes, get out of (laughs) here! I said, okay. And I made the mistake of laughing. And when you laugh, then that makes them think, oh, this is a good idea. So I said, no, let's workshop this. I go, how about the next time someone comes up to you, you say, he's my daddy, can we have our privacy? I said, that (laughs) is the right way to do it. So don't you think, John? Oh, yeah. Well.
2: I I'm was just imagining the Sarah. I'm just imagining a kid's delivering it like that. Right, exactly. So I don't know. I'm th- then he
0: would be capable of it. Well, I don't. Right. I mean, I think you're right. And I'm just trying to envision it. I'm, I'm, with, right. you. I'm with you.
2: I'm, I'm with anyway, you. Anyway,
0: so then uh, the second we have that, it, we walk three steps. Some guy comes up. Hey, are you Andy Cohen? Can I have a selfie? Ben goes. Get out of here. Which of see, course, I think that's
2: good. I think that's fine. No, it made me
0: it. feel bad because then I was like, okay, well now this guy got heckled by me. so I took one. I, I need. I got to call Sarah Jessica today. She's in London. I don't want to bother her, but I need some tools to see how how this went down with James Wilkie. I think also Sarah is just better. At being direct and being like, sorry, I can't right now. Like, whatever. Right. Why
2: don't you try that? Why don't you try like experimenting with different deliveries? Yes. For yourself.
0: Um, Last night was Vanderpump Rules premiere night. Did you see it, John?
2: No, I didn't catch it yet. It
0: was good. Did you see it, Jordan? I watched part of it. It was I watched the beginning. It was very okay. good so far. Yeah, it was it's a good setup to the season and it ended Sandoval was shooting that special forces show and it ended with uh Tom coming home to the house he shares with Ariana. So it's like it was a good it was a good first episode. It was a good reset. Uh I was live last night with Lala and Michael Rapaport My timeline was full of people upset that I had Michael Rappaport on because he's so pro-Israel and I really wanted to respond to people and I didn't. I went to bed instead. Uh, Big announcement uh, the other day that uh, (laughs) I'm getting my own wax figure at Madame Tussauds. So I posed for that a few months ago. They put you in like a tank top and shorts and they measure you. And I had to do a mold of my janky teeth. And it's like, then they sent me a picture of what it's going to look like. And I'm like, there's my teeth and there's my crossed eye. Okay. Are people going to want to see this? Like, Mm. okay. Really brings me back. So I was excited. I think that kind of stuff is fun. And, you know, I love, you know, it's, it's, it's cool. It's exciting. Um, I'm not going to bring Ben to the unveiling because he's over me getting stars and honors. Um, But my pose was sitting down. Uh, I was seated in my chair. They brought my Watch What Happens Live chair. I think they're replicating the Watch What Happens Live chair, and I think set also. I think it'll be in, like, maybe there's, like, a talk show alley in the New York Madame Tussauds, maybe. Uh, So I'll be near, I think, probably Kelly and Anderson and Jimmy, my friends. Uh, But I remember... So Graciela and Amanda, who are two of my oldest friends we were at dinner a couple weeks ago and they flipped when I told them that I was getting this and they were like, we want to come to the unveiling. And I was like, why are we so, why why are you so um, activated about this? And they reminded me that when we were kids, I mean, we were kids, we were in college in London, which is where I met them studying abroad. We got very stoned and went to, although at that point procuring, Marijuana in London was so hard. It was probably hash, which seemed to be more relevant, prevalent. Anyway, we went to Madame Tussauds and just, I have so many pictures of like me with the queen and me with, you know, all those people. It was very fun. And that was, do you know those steep, steep, well, John, you're going to London's and I'm sure you'll be taking the tube. There are escalators in some of the tube stations that are mm-hmm. so steep. Yeah. Have I told this story here before? Uh, and there was a very steep escalator. I mean, they're so crazy steep and it just goes sh- to show a, my youth and B, how much I wanted to make Graciela and Amanda laugh because I said to them on that day that we went to Madame Tussauds, uh, do you dare me to slide down the middle of this escalator? And this is a packed tube station at like Piccadilly Circus. like. Mm. And they were like, don't do it. Well, that was all I had to hear. So I get on the top and I slide down. What I did not take into account, well, I took into account none of it. There are like... Little speed, like hockey pucks. There are speed bumps along the way down that basically um cut up my hands horribly. When I got to the bottom, my hands were so bloody and cut up. And by the way, probably filthy if I think about it now because of all of the anyway, it was I mean, they laughed. The girls laughed. I was in terrible pain, but also laughing, but also very embarrassed. Very embarrassed. So, Gross and Amanda will be at the unveiling.
2: There you go. It sounds worth it.
0: It sounds worth it. I think so. I had the time of my life the other night, John. And I hate to tell you what I did. Well...
2: I can't wait to find out. <laughs> I saw Madonna again. Oh, right. I knew you were going to do that. Know. <laughs> That's good. Listen, I, I have only peace and love in my heart You know what, her. John? How was
0: the show? Here's the problem. I think that you, and Graciela for that matter, because she was there too that night, and Bill Curtin, mm-hmm. and- We got the stinker. No, no, no. Yeah. Oh. You got the no worst. <laughs> you saw, I think- the probably the worst show since She's her opening yeah. night, wherever that was in London, which I think had a lot of technical problems. Uh-huh. It was the show that I saw and Nick Rizzo from Watch What Happens Live saw the show you were at and yeah. he went. Well, he went the other night and I was talking yeah. to him at Watch What Happens Live last night and he goes, I finally feel like I really saw a real Madonna show. Like, I get it. Oh, my God. First of all, the crowd was just lit. It was her last of six shows in New York. She did three Barclays, three Madison Square Gardens. She noted when she was on stage that it was her 35th gig at the Garden, oh, which wow. is incredible. incredible. Hey,
2: I saw her at the Garden with you, and it was a great show. Yes. I was on ecstasy and had strep throat at the yes, same time, right. it was a great night. You're right. I forgot. I
0: plied you with ecstasy that night,
2: even though I had strap.
0: Even though you had strap, I was like, "Yeah, but you're okay to do this serious drug,
2: right?" And go out to a place like you know, sober. I have. uh, I don't like being around crowds or anything. So sick and high was really a a trip. But listen, the show was amazing. Yeah, and what I wonder which tour that was. It was. As close to a greatest hits as there were. I would think it was been. the
0: reinvention tour at yeah. that point. It yeah. was
2: a lot of hits. Yeah. Um I'll say this my friends that I went with the night that was not so great, they've all gone back twice. Really? So it's uh, right. And I would go back. Yeah. I'm just trying to be oh, honest Oh, you about would experience Interesting. It. Yes, of I course. Totally I feel totally bad about back. your
0: experience. It was I, I feel you know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I feel bad. Uh, I don't feel bad. It's what it's what happened. Yeah, right, I'm just
2: being right, honest right, about yes. it, and I would like to go back.
0: Right. We, I might go back. We were, of course, the question was, what time is she going to go on? What time is she going to go on? Um, Mark Consuelo said he heard from her people she was going on at 9.30. Then the woman that I got my tickets from said, I'm hearing 9.45. So I was going. I went with Anderson. He gets off the air at 9.00. So I picked Anderson up at CNN. We went together. He was like, on the way there, he goes, oh, I have a nine o'clock call with, he had a call with some very important newsmaker. I don't want to say who. And I'm like, oh, okay. And he was waiting for the person to call and we're in the car. And then we're at Madison Square Garden. I'm like, "Um, do you want to wait in the car? Uh, You know what? He's like, no, let's, let's, Let's go. So we go in, and then his phone rings, of course. When we're inside, we get the tickets. And someone is guiding us to some back room. I see a bar. I'm like, let's go to the bar first. He's on the phone with this person. People are coming up to It was very chaotic. They brought us to a room with uh, Amy Schumer, Narciso Rodriguez, Sarah Paulson. There were a whole bunch of people there. And they then brought us out when the show was starting, which turned out to be about 10 uh, o'clock, the energy in there was so electric. I was next to Demi Moore and her teeny little one-pound dog who she also brought to Radio Andy, the town hall she did. So this little one-pound dog saw Madonna. I couldn't believe it. And Demi's dancing and stuff, Anyway, um, Kelly got pulled up on stage. That was that. really exciting. She was so great. If that would have been me, I would have been so nervous. I was nervous. Um, Kelly turned to me at one point and said, Is this the portion of the show when Madonna comes up to you and yells at you? I <laughs> go, No, that's coming up. I go, I think that's after Don't Tell Me. And then, um, and we were right in front of the ramp. And Anderson's like, is she going to come up here? And I go, oh, yeah, she's coming. And then when Don't Tell Me started, I go, she's coming. She's coming. We were kind of freaked out. And then I was freaked out because I'm like, okay, what fresh hell awaits me? Um, But she didn't. She didn't call me out. Instead... She did see Anderson and I at one point, and we were, like, jumping up and down. I think it was during Hung Up, maybe. And she gave us the biggest smile. And I was like, it's all good. We're cool. Everything's good. Uh, So I almost, Anthony Lella made me a shirt that said Troublemaking Queen. And I was like, you know what? It's a little on the nose for me to wear this here. But I do love the shirt, and I will wear it at some point. Thursday, February 1st, 2024. I got a big weekend happening. It's Ben's birthday party on Sunday. What are you going to do? Well, I went to Party City yesterday and I got him a ton of Spider-Man stuff. I'm praying that's going to be okay with him. I didn't ask him. You know, just like Spider-Man tablecloth, plates, napkins, all that stuff cups and then we're going to have a little cooking party for him at the house just mm. with like seven kids and they're going to make little individual pizzas and decorate cupcakes and I got him Ooh. one of those cakes from that flower shop I call them Kelly Rippa cakes those big tall cakes oh, you yeah. cut into them and the candy comes out
2: I got one of those from Kelly once
0: oh you did okay great so mm-hmm. you know that's what I got him and we'll see I mean still being punished No TV in the morning. And I have to tell you, you know what's happened as a result? Because I said to him Monday night, do not, when you wake up, don't call for me. You stay in bed until I come in. And I think because he knows there's no TV waiting for him, he's been staying in bed until 7.45 every morning. Which mm. makes me think I should just take the TV away from him. Take the TV away? With the, the, well, then the it's TV more daddy, up. more, more. you know, I like to do my wordle and have my tea and enjoy my me time in the morning. But yes. So, me time is over. You have children. Yes. Well, I mean, I know. I'm trying to take the me time when I can get it. <laughs> me time has been over, babe. It's been over.
2: Mm. Yeah. Uh,
0: yes. You know, I, I told a story. I know, I can't either. told a story this summer when I went to the Dead show. I don't know if you'll remember this, that I have my favorite driver that picks me up for Watch What Happens Live every night. This guy, Moussa, who uh, is from Senegal. And... I turned him on to the Grateful Dead. And and it used to be that every time I got in the car, I would say, can you turn on channel 23 on Sirius? Then I would get in and channel 23 would just be on. And I thought he was doing it for myself. And he revealed a long time later, he was like, you know, I want to thank you. You turned me on to the dead and I love them. And I listen all day and I never would have been exposed to this music. So as a surprise, I booked him to pick me up from uh, Watch What Happens Live The night of a dead show and I had a pre-tape and then I was going to go to the dead show and I brought a t-shirt for him and we were going to, I was going to take him to the concert that night and surprise him and it turned out he had left the day before for Senegal for a vacation Mm -hmm. and I never saw him again and I was... I was so bummed about it. I was like, I miss him. And also I was so excited about my surprise for him, whatever. Get in the car last night to go to watch What Happens Live. I get in. I'm like, hey, I have my head down. I don't look up. And he goes, Andy. And I look up. It's Musa, my guy. He's back. I go, where? What happened to you? Like, what? you ditched me. he was there for like 7 months and long vacation. anyway it was a long vacation and i need and i spent the whole way to work kind of quizzing him about how this all worked and what happened to your place here and who did you see there and his kids and wife were there and the whole thing anyway we had a very sweet reunion uh last night and i was so happy to see him and He's back for a while, and I guess the car company had told him that I had planned to surprise him. He goes, I know. I was so upset when I found that out. But the wild part is, he was in Senegal. Guess what his daughter was watching on TV? I don't know how. Watch what happens live. And I'm like, are you a what? So I was like, you got to bring your daughter to the show. Like, this is amazing. That's all for this week's edition of Andy Cohen's Daddy Diaries podcast. To hear every minute of my Kiki with John, plus interviews, news, and more, you can listen to my SiriusXM channel, Radio Andy, anytime on the SiriusXM app. We'll see you right back here with more Daddy Diaries next week.
1: Radio Andy, always unpredictable. A SiriusXM podcast.